Thank you for listening to this St. Louis on the Air podcast, supported by University College at Washington University. Offering approachable world-class education with undergraduate and graduate programs, part-time, evening, and online. University College at Washington University. Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Don Marsh. Joining me in studio from Sauce Magazine with this month's hit list are managing editor Heather Hughes and reporter Matt Sorrell. We have three hit spots, as I would call them, Twisted Roots Brewery in the DeMond neighborhood, the Boathouse in Forest Park, and Barrio on Forest Park. Guys, nice to have you with us. Hi, Don. Yeah, nice. Kind of a focused area for uh, our, our uh, three places this week. This, yeah, this absolutely. Month. Matt, let's start with you. Let's go with uh, Twisted Roots Brewery. Sure. Well, um, so Twisted Roots Brewery opened uh, about a month ago, uh, and they are actually uh, real close to the studio here in Midtown uh, on Forest Park Avenue. And they, um, it, it's an interesting concept because it's a brewery. It's also a brew pub, but they really are aiming to be sort of a neighborhood bar that just happens to make their own beer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the space that used to house Six Row Brewing uh, and also Popo's. So um, it's got a history as a, as a brewery. And, and a restaurant. So uh, owners Adam and uh, Patterson and Chris Wonglin, they worked at other breweries, uh, Cathedral Square, Main Street Brewing Company in Belleville, Four Hands Brewing, um, and they uh, you know, just decided to kind of go out on their own and uh, kind of join the, the micro beer continuing boom. It must be quite a challenge, though, for people getting into this part of the business, if you will, uh, to come up with something a little bit different. There seem to be, every time we talk, we seem to be talking about another one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, you know, everybody thinks they're going to, they, they have the, the magic formula. So, um, but uh, these guys seem to be doing really well. We were very impressed, not only with the beers, uh, which they have about 12 of them on tap right now, uh, but they also have some really good food. Uh, and, you know, a lot of brew pubs, they do have food, but sometimes it's more of an afterthought. These guys really gave, us, gave it some thought. Uh, some of our favorites, they have a series of twisted rolls, which are sort of egg roll variations. Uh, one of the ones we really liked was the Reuben, uh, which is really nice. They also do a, a toasted ravioli. We were talking about toasted ravioli earlier. Yeah. The toasted ravioli version also. Um, we've got a couple of really good burgers. They've got a vegan burger and a smash burger and a, a really good bacon, lettuce, and tomato called the Notorious BLT. The vegan world is really uh, is really expanding, isn't it? Absolutely. It's, it's hard to open up any place without some sort of vegetarian and or vegan option uh, these days. What's going on, do you think, with that? Younger people just uh, kind of disavowing meat or what? Well, I think I think it's a, some of it's a health issues for some people. Some of it's sometimes it's a, there's a morality issue. Some people have issues with the way uh, meat is is raised and and uh, and produced. Uh, so I think it's a little bit of everything, but I think people are just getting a little bit more uh, um, of a worldview and seeing a bigger picture and um, just trying to do the best they can for themselves and, and for the environment. Do you have any thoughts on that, Heather? Um, no. Well, I think it's um, – restaurants are also making more of an effort to provide options for people's dietary mm-hmm. restrictions if they're chosen or, or people have allergies, which I think is really good. It's nice to have a range, especially somewhere like Twisted Roots, which is – it's like – pub food, you know, the the Reuben rolls and things like that. It's good to have a lighter option. Um, and yeah, going back to them, their beer was really good. And mm-hmm. we got to, I got to drop by um, last week and I tried something. I, it was a mango pale ale. I can't remember the oh. name of it, but it mm-hmm. was, they're, they're doing a really good job with those interesting styles. And who, they have some classics as well. Who would have thought there could be such a variety in beer? I mean, <laughs> beer used to be beer. You had light beer or, <laughs> right. or not. Not anymore, Don. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And you were uh, Heather going to be talking to us about a place that is not new by any stretch of the imagination, except that it is. Yeah, the the Boathouse in Forest Park. It's an institution. Everybody knows about it. But last year it was announced that Sugar Fire Events was taking over the management. 
Um, previously, it was run by Catering St. Louis. Um, so this year, where they opened with a brand new menu, um, it is kind of a uh, bar and grill fare, not too different from what they had before. There's a, a really nice cob that I liked. They have a portobello mm-hmm. Reuben sandwich, another uh, yeah. vegetarian option. Um, and then they have uh, a handful of entrees as well, like a strip steak and a bacon-wrapped pork tenderloin, a couple of pastas, things like that. But the biggest striking difference to me or what I was most excited about was their bar menu um, is it's still not huge, um, but is greatly expanded from what it was before. Before, um, I would always go in. Uh, I love going to the boathouse, first of all. It's just a great place to sit outside. You can watch the ducks. It's right on the water. Um, I used to go to a boot camp right at the World's Fair of Pavilion, which is adjacent. And then my friends and I would go and share a bucket of beers at oh. the boathouse. But then the only options were like Bud Light. Um, they had maybe Schlafly, but not even all the time. And now um, they have a great selection of craft beer. They still have Bud Light. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> but now they also have um, several Forehands beers, Urban Chestnut. Um, they still have Schlafly as well, but a, a larger selection than they did before. And then they have some weird and interesting things. I got a Stillwater Inseto, which is a dry hopped sour ale with um, Italian plum brewed, speaking of who would have mm-hmm. thought. Yeah. Um, and that was delicious. It was so nice to sit outside. It's getting so hot and sunny and have something that's a little more unique. Um, and before they had maybe I, what I would call wedding wines, just like mm-hmm. a one red, one white, or whatever. And now the list is also a little more interesting. They, I was excited to see some Washington, Washington State wines. They have some rosés, which is very popular. Um, and they still have Chardonnay. But um, when I was there, there were a couple options. And one of them was a, a little more interesting unoaked Chardonnay from A to Z Wine Works in Oregon. So there's just a little more thought for the drinks um, and uh, some fresh options for the food. So... St. Louis, St. Louis has got to be the, the craft beer capital of the world by <laughs> now, though. I mean, per capita, I think. Yeah, uh, no, it's one no of question them, yeah. about it. You know, you mentioned uh, a, a plum wine. Was it that you were talking about? The, that was a beer, beer sour beer. Plum yeah. beer. It reminds me of a, of a drink that uh, is uh, popular in Europe called Slivovitz, hmm. former Yugoslavian. And what they do is they put a plum in the bottle. Oh, yeah. And, but it, to be authentic, it has to have a worm in it. Ew. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly, like, you. <laughs> they put the bottle on the plum as it's growing yeah, it's, and then it's, it's as it pretty, ripens. Pretty much that way, as I, as I understand it. Yeah. Anyway, just <laughs> a slight diversion from what we're talking about. But uh, nonetheless, it uh, it's, uh, fits the format, it as does. we say. Okay, you're up next again, Matt. Okay, well, the next one we're going to talk about is another place that is has been around a, a long time. It has rebranded and reconcepted. Um, and it's Barrio, which is in the Demun neighborhood uh, in in uh, Clayton near the near the park. Uh, used to be Demun Oyster Bar for uh, quite a long oh. time. Uh, owners decided to do um, a revamp. Uh, one of the reasons being it's just really expensive to bring fresh <laughs> fish and oysters yeah. in to St. Louis on a on a regular basis. Um, so the new concept is uh, Latin American food. And they really have a nice variety. They, um, they've got street corn. They've got some interesting salads. They have a jicama salad that's really nice. Um, a really good chili relleno, which I, I was really impressed by. 
plus tacos, burritos. Uh, the idea came out of um, uh, a concept they did last year. Uh, they used to host a, host a farmer's market, a uh, small farmer's market on Saturdays. And so they made what they called backdoor burritos to sell at the uh, or during the, the farmer's market. And then it was a huge success. And then they kind of just built off of, off of the success of that. They also have a really great selection of, of agave spirits. They've got um, more than 50 tequilas, mezcals. They even have a sotol, which is um, an agave spirit that's sort of hard to come by uh, in, in this area. It doesn't have anything with a worm in it, though, that we know of. <laughs> nope. Th- those are, those yeah. are actually, uh, if you're looking for quality mezcals and tequilas, uh, you see a worm, you should probably go the other way. Right, <laughs> Turn right. right around. And you've got an event coming up that uh, you're pretty happy about, haven't Yes, you? we have a couple, mm. actually. First um, is the June Food Truck Friday is this Friday, June 8th, from 4 to 8 p.m. in Tower Grove Park. We'll have around a little under 30 trucks, um, so... It's always a favorite. It's always packed. Um, the weather is right. So we'll see you Friday, hopefully. You know, I'm not sure that everybody understands what that's all about. It's a relatively new concept in, in serving food. But there are a lot of people who don't, aren't in the city who don't get it, who don't know about yeah, it. Yeah, well, we have a lot of people who come in from the county or even farther. I've uh, talked to people at Food Truck Friday who are, like, hours away and they make the trek every month. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a really fun event. It's we've got really good food. Uh, a couple of our favorites are the uh, Frankly Sausages truck has the best fries. Uh, we're obsessed. They're pretty good. We yeah. eat way too many. <laughs> um, and we'll have uh, beer and wine there as well. We're uh, Four Hands and Urban Chestnut have a spot, um, so you can get a beer. It's it's really fun. Uh, we sort of expand out into the park. Um, it's always really active and. Um, we always have live music as well. How did all of this get started? Do we have any idea? Because it certainly just emerged. Just food trucks in general? Yeah. Well, I mean, as, as I understand it, and I'm not a historian on this by any means, but um, it was a West Coast phenomenon. Um, because, of course. Of course, uh, as everything <laughs> is. Uh, uh, but uh, it was just uh, a cheap and easy way for folks to get uh, their food out to the masses and not have to pay for uh, restaurant space. And then it just kind of uh, migrated our way. And then I would say – Around here, maybe the last ooh, seven or eight years, it kind of has has grown up, and uh, I don't even know how many we have in the area anymore. I, I really lost track. But it's a the food truck Friday is a great way for people to come and sample a variety of, of the food trucks because usually they go out and about and they're you know they're you know, all over town you during have to the track week. Track them on social media. This mm-hmm. way, they're all in one spot. You just you can just hit them all. Yeah, mm-hmm. and another event which yes. is a, a big one for Sauce. Our biggest event of the year is Saucy Soiree this Sunday, June tenth, from five to eight thirty p.m. in Union Station downtown. We've been there for the past few years. Um, it's always a hit. It's really fun. We call it our grand tasting event. Um, so. We're having uh, winners of our Reader's Choice Awards um, coming to serve food, have um, some beer samples and wine samples. And, uh, yeah, you just walk around the room. There are tables. You can get in line see what people have. I know we're having – it's some of the best food in St. Louis. We have, you know, James Beard Award winners. Um, uh, Sydney Street Cafe will be there. Brasserie by Niche will be there. Um, Nudo, the new place in Creevecore that's so good. Olive and Oak from Webster Groves. Uh, one of my personal favorites is Union Loafers um, is going to be there again. I know uh, Beastcraft Barbecue from Belleville, which is awesome, is going to be serving some little brisket bites things. Uh, Bogart's Smokehouse will be serving ribs. Ice's Plain and Fancy will be there, the nitro ice cream place, and mm. they make the nitro ice cream on site so you can watch them make it, which is really fun. 
Um, anyway, you just wander around, uh, eat as much as humanly possible, um, <laughs> get some. Each ticket comes with two uh, drink tickets, so we'll have cocktails being mm. made by um, planner houses, Ted and Jamie Kilgore, who are always excellent. Mm. Um, and yeah, so tickets are $40 online. You can buy those through Saturday, and then it'll be $55 at the door. So be sure to get it online. And the, ahead and the of hours time. are? The hours, again, are uh, 5 to 8.30 p.m., and we'll be uh, doing the tastings until 8. Live music goes until 8.30. Right. A couple of minutes left, and one of the things that uh, I think all of us have noticed with the weather turning as it has is there's a lot of patio activity going on. Yes. Mm, Matt, you, you've looked into this in the past. Uh, <laughs> yes. what, what do you think and say about our our patio business here. Well, I mean, it, it, for sure, and as someone who has worked um, in restaurants around town, I can tell you that people go crazy for patios. As soon as the weather is even, you know, moderately uh, okay, uh, they're clamoring to, to eat it, eat and drink outside. Uh, so, I some of my favorites. I always like a patio that's sort of uh, removed from everything. A lot of times, people will say they have a patio and it's basically some chairs on a sidewalk. Um, but uh, there are a lot of them that really create their own little world. Uh, so one of my favorites is Scape in the Central West End. They have a, a, a secluded back patio. It's got a beautiful ivy-covered covered wall, really private. Um, I also I really enjoy Venice Cafe over by the brewery. With, they just have a crazy artwork. It's a great vibe. <laughs> very different vibes Very, there. very different. Yeah, those range. are two. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, some of the places we just mentioned, I mean, obviously the Boathouse is one of the you know, oh, biggest and best patios in town. So was, And Barrio slant. has a nice area as well. It's mm-hmm. a per- perfect setting in the park to, uh, to have something it's like beautiful. that going. Do you have yeah. any favorites, uh, Heather? Yeah. Um, we were just talking before we came in. I Lona's Lilith's in Fox Park has a very small patio with just some picnic tables, but it's so nice sitting out there. It's really cute, and the food is excellent. Um, I live not far from Olio, so I always end up there. They also Uh have its um, uh, walled-in patio, which I also think is really nice. Um, And the Royale also is walled-in, which I I really like sitting back there. Um, It's one of those places you can just kind of stay for hours and hang out. And in some of them, you can even bring your dog. Yeah, a lot of them. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) We like that. (laughs) I want to thank you both for being with us. It sounds like a great weekend coming up with the Saucy Soiree. Thanks for telling us about that, Matt Sorrell and Heather Hughes. Thank thank you you so much. It's always great to see you guys. Archive versions of past St. Louis on the Air programs are available for download or podcast at stlpublicradio.org slash stlonair. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU. Thank you for listening. I'm Don Marsh.